When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, with Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3, Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> there is a bomb. Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la victoire des Canadiens. You found the dogs, John. You found the dogs. He found the dogs. And all together, they worked a young team to the top. And now, a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. It's going to be sick. Marinero on this Tuesday, March 14. It is two minutes past 10 p.m. And wow, the Montreal Canadiens did it. Uh, the uh, losing streak ends at seven straight losses. They go into Pittsburgh and they defeat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, this one was close, but when all was said and done, the Montreal Canadiens win by a score of six to four. The Penguins certainly had their shots, 43 of them. They certainly scored on the power play, two for four. They certainly had their scoring chances. They dominated in the face-off circle, winning 69% of the draws. But I've never seen the Montreal Canadiens be more opportunistic than they were tonight, especially in the first period. It was probably their most opportunistic period I have ever seen in my life. And I've been watching this team ever since I was like six and a half years old. In period number one, the Canadians had four goals on seven shots. I repeat, four goals on seven shots. Now, statistically, there was probably a period in the history of this Montreal Canadiens organization that was more op uh, opportunistic. Probably, but it's almost hard to believe. So I wouldn't be surprised if this is a record. Uh, the Sick Podcast brought to you in part by Energy. There we go. Transportation Group, a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America, driven to be different. By the way, they're not in the beverage industry, okay? They're in the transport industry, but they're really nice people, and they gave me uh, a beautiful backpack with some uh, swag, uh, and among the swag, this beautiful water bottle, which I take with me wherever I go. As a matter of fact, I brought it to the gym today uh to watch my wife work out i was in the lobby they have very very good wi-fi there and also brought to you by labit atibi a winner uh, a winner a winner a winner a winner of a dozen international awards labit atibi offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste labit atibi embrace your true nature i think i i stumbled there because i got rattled because i'm rattled and uh, i'm razzled and I'm, I'm i'm whatever you want to call it because i'm really excited about tonight's guest She's appeared on the Sick Podcast before, 
but she was uh, sharing duties there with uh, Marc-Andre Perot of TV Aspar. So it was, uh, you know, it was her, him, and me. Tonight, it's just me and her. Daphne Malbeuf. Hey there, Tony. Of uh, BPM Sports Radio, and uh, she also works uh, television for the other guys. All right. <laughs> How you do? Wow. Um, the least I can say is that I haven't seen you that much energetic in a very long time. And it's not because this show is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Okay. Tony. Yeah. You're in great shape. Yes, well. Watch the game. You're excited. Spiritually, yes. Physically, no. <laughs> I was surprised, though, that you were saying that you were you went to the gym. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you just said after that that it was because you were in because the Because of the Wi-Fi, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you having there? A coffee. A coffee to stay up. You know, a lot of people don't drink coffee at night. You know what? Decaf? No, 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 no. I need this. Oh, you need it. Eh? Cafe. Uh, yeah. cafe, so. I wake okay. up at three. We're gonna we're so... gonna send you we're gonna send you Fantini Coffee, Ooh. another proud sponsor of the Sick Podcast. Cafe Fantini, in my opinion, uh, you know, one of the best espressos. You know, one of the best coffees in the country. In the I country, would love that the country. Right. Yes. So I'm gonna now. Do you have a um, uh, espresso machine at home by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You I have do. a uh, an automatic one, a semi-automatic one, where you just press a button, or what kind of machine do you have, or you just have no, a? I, uh, ha I have to uh, moudre mon grain all by you myself. Have to, you but have to moudre your grain. Okay. That means what? You need grounded coffee? Is that what you're trying to tell me? I need the grounded coffee. You That's need grounded it. coffee. Okay. Yeah. So no problem. So I have I'm the beans. My English. I no no don't worry about it. Your English is better than my French, but it's a beautiful thing because I'm making a really nice living off it, speaking Franglais. It's working out. Uh, I'm in a good mood, not because the Canadians won, because everyone knows I'd rather they lose. The only part of me that's in a good mood because the Canadians won is because my buddy Jean-Charles Lajoie earlier today took <laughs> the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins to beat the Montreal Canadiens. So that part of me is happy. Mind you, I took Boston over Chicago, and right now it's tied at one with four minutes to go in period number two. So I'm hoping the Bruins can pull this one off. But I'm all, you know, I'm happy because you're on. And I'm so that's why I'm happy. You, you know, know, I, you I, I wore this shirt just for you. And, and I was just about to say this. Okay. For me, you wore that t shirt. I'm so honored. But you and I, we go back to a way a long time back. And I'm so glad that we can work again together. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we used to work for an English all-sports radio station uh, where I was working on the air, and I believe you were interning at that point. Is I that was correct? interning, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and you I were there at... for how long? It was, uh, it was supposed to be three months, then it was six months, I think. Okay, and why did yeah. you leave? Because um, I, I, I didn't have no time at all after that, because it was my last year of uh, university. Yeah. And then I went to work uh, for uh, Jean-Charles just after yeah. that. Yeah. So it was my first job in yeah. uh, in the sports media. Yeah. And it was just like 
about two months before I, uh, I graduated. So I took yeah. a job and yeah. I did my exams and everything yeah. uh, on the weekends uh, at, uh, during the nighttime also. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that, that was why I left. Yeah. I didn't have any time to yeah. work there anymore. Yeah, but look, once you, once you decided to work in this business full-time, uh, they should have scooped you up. But anyway, they didn't. And uh, Jean-Charles did. And you're on BPM Spot on Premier Content with him between Absolutely. Monday and Friday. And you start at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. And then he comes in at 6 a.m. And you stay with him all the way until 9 a.m. So I'm there for the warm-up. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the warm-up all by myself because, you know, Jean-Charles thinks that he doesn't need a warm up. He's a prima donna. All yeah, fine. Prima donna. Absolutely. Yeah. I have the ice time for for me all by myself. So yeah. I'm good with that. And then yeah. we're together for the next three hours. Excellent I show. I think I, three hours is, you know, I have enough time with him. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can understand that. Uh, excellent show. I particularly like the segment at 8.05 in the morning. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I find that that's the segment why. that has a lot of personality, a lot of personality. <laughs> all right. Okay. So look, all kidding aside, there's so many things to talk about tonight. And uh, one of which was Anthony Richard scored the game winning goal. And the second he did, I could picture our buddy Jean-Charles doing La Tarantella at home. You know what La Tarantella is? Yeah, it's a, it's a sick dance. It's a sick, it's a sick dance. That's right. Where you get up and uh, yeah, you do a little bit of that, and yeah. then you put your 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 arm, you cradle someone else's arm, and you spin a little bit left, and then you turn around, you spin a little bit right, and I could picture Jean Charles <laughs> doing a tarantella when Anthony Richard uh, scored because he's been asking for Anthony Richard for quite some time to be on this team, and there was an opportunity, of course, because this team is decimated with injuries, and I have to tell you. I really like this player a lot, and I liked him before tonight. He has NHL speed, NHL pace. If you saw that wrist shot that he scored on, he obviously has an NHL wrist shot and release. Uh, if he could put it all together, you never know. And, of course, he's from La Belle Province, and he's, he's, he's proud to play on this team, but he scores the game-winning goal. The game was tied at four after two periods of play. He scores the goal to put them up by a score of 5-4 in period number three. And then Josh Anderson adds an empty netter, and that's the way it ends by a score of 6-4. to four. What a goal by Anthony Richard. Yeah, and I think on that sequence, um, Anthony Richard did what Anthony Richard knows best, uh, which means taking the speed, uh, use his speed to go out there to just make the other team forget about him and go score that important goal. And when you look at what he did uh, with the Laval Rocket before uh, on this season. I like the way you said that, by the way, with the Laval Rocket. Rocket. With the Rocket. And by the way, I'm happy you brought them up, and I'll give you a chance to continue here. Daphne knows the Laval Rocket and their players better than most because she's been working their games for quite some time, okay? With, uh, you know, uh, uh, with everybody. Who you... Uh, how many games have you worked over the past couple of years for Laval Rocket? Uh, or covering, been, covering the Laval Rocket? Yeah, it's been three years now. Three uh, years. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not there always with the radio schedule. It gets quite uh, busy. 
Um, but for the past two years, I've been there most of the time. And uh, this year, you know, I've been there, I think, maybe uh, half of the time okay. that they were in Laval. But yeah. uh, I always look at the game. I always know everything that's going on with the team because I'm doing some interviews um, with the players. So, you yeah. know. I have to I have to see the games. I have to watch what's going on there. And uh, so, yeah, it's been three years. So it's crazy to see a, a guy like Rafael Harvey Pinard, a guy like Alex Belzil, um coming with the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, people are so surprised to see them there and, and uh, the success that they had with the yeah. team so far. But, you know, for me, it's just like they, they did the work Uh, to get there and to have success with the big team. And Anthony Richard is another one of one of those guys, you know, who's in, we say in the hockey, uh, hockey jargon. Yeah. Uh, lingo. That, lingo. Jargon. Lingo. Lingo. That yeah. um, he's on the bubble, you know, he's yeah. quite too good for the AHL. Not quite good enough, maybe for the NHL. Yeah. But I mean, for me, it's always a question of which which position that you put the players on. And when you're calling back the those guys, you're yeah. calling them back for like what a game or two, and that's it. And they go back in the AHL, so yeah. they don't have the time to prove themselves. But with the with the injuries that the Montreal Canadiens had those guys had the chance to prove themselves more than just one or two games. And I think Anthony Richard, the first yeah. time that he, that he came on this season, wow, my chair just, what the hell happened? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. The show must go on. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't yeah, well, know. I'm yeah. getting too heavy for that chair. No, you're not getting too heavy for the chair. But, but uh, Anthony Richard, the first time that he came on this season, I think he didn't, quite had um, maybe the the role that he needed to play in the yeah. team. And now that he's playing with the guy with like, like Belzil and like, yeah. um, you know, they're having this chemistry yeah. that was going on before with the Laval Roquette. So for them, it's just like a good opportunity to, to just shine and uh, yeah. prove what they can bring to this team. And, you know, Atreide Richard said himself, He was disappointed with the way um, his first shot had gone. And when he got back to Laval, uh, it had been a hard time for him. Uh, just wondering what he could have done better to prove himself over and over. And, you know, since his call back, because, you know, Jean yeah. Charles was, was going on for rooting for Anthony to have another chance. And because he deserved it, you know, yeah. uh, with and the also that's, Yes, he did deserve it. And that's also because that's the way Jean Charles does his show, right? He'll just talk about every single Quebecer on the face of the earth should be on the Montreal Canadiens, should be on CF Montreal, should be on the Montreal Alouettes, and should get their opportunity in everything they do. And that's the way he does his show. And God love him. He's become a millionaire with that. <laughs> become a millionaire. And, you know, uh, you know the Quebecers, the, the Frenchie, we... We need some uh, defender for them. So it's okay that Jean-Charles yeah, does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but, he, but... He's defense. Absolutely. And he's the president Absolutely. of their fan club. There's nothing wrong with that. I do the same thing with the uh, Italo-Canadians or Italo-Americans or Italians in general. Look, you know, the Canadians, the last time they won the Stanley Cup, Daf, they Absolutely. had an Italian, Di Pietro. 
And the time before they won the cup, before <laughs> that, they had another Italian, Momesso. <laughs> so, you, you know. know Uh, the the guys the the Frenchies need a, a militar like Jean Charles for yes. them rooting for them. But oh, he's a militar. That's what you call it. And by the way, the the term you were looking for when a player is too good for the AHL, but kind of like maybe not good enough for the NHL long term, and he's kind of like on the bubble. The term is they call them tweeners. Tweeners. Yeah. Like so that. he's a tweener. In in, in French, we say. Yes, a bubble. Yes, a bubble. May that's, you know, <laughs> but someone who really wants to respect the French language would probably be offended by that, right? Because it's a franglais, right? It's not, Absolutely. la bubble is not really French. You know why I'm losing my English? Because I'm trying so hard uh, for the radio show to just like never have some English words or just like messing up the two languages. And I hope Jean Charles is not listening right now because he's gonna be pissed that I say yes oh. a bubble. But oh really? Yeah. I think I've heard him say that before. Yeah, sometimes you know what? He's good to you know just like be frustrated and just like piss at me because I use some English words sometimes. Yeah. I try not to most his... of the time, and when he does, it doesn't. It... His grammar, by care. the way, his grammar, his way of speaking, it's really excellent. Crazy. My wife went to, uh, uh, she did her schooling in French. And uh, when she started to listen to him, she told me, she goes like, he communicates really, really well. His French is exceptional, she told me. It's crazy. He's yeah. he's one of the rare, rare people that can talk like he does. And and you know what? He's, he's always so colorful and in the way that he explains some things, it's just like, how do you just do that in your head? But whatever. Yeah, um, I've been so, doing it for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> But Anthony Richard, you know that he deserved, he deserved this second chance. Um, and, you know, people were offended when they didn't call him back. They, they just, you know, uh, got Chris Cherney um, and, It was because Anthony Richard is a really, really important piece with the Laval Roquette. And yeah. right now they're battling for a, for a playoff spot. Yeah. And for an organization who's in, uh, who's going to be for, I don't know, many years, but for the next years in reconstruction, uh, I think that it's really important that the team down there does the playoffs. So I, I feel like it was maybe the reason that he yeah. wasn't called back um, the first shot, but you know what? He did have his second chance and he plays like he wants to prove that he belongs in the NHL long-term. You know, I know he said that he was the disappointed with his first stint, but um, you know what? I thought he was good. And I thought he deserved to stay, and he didn't. And so now, on that note, um, we know that the Canadians are in a rebuild. The rebuild, you would think, will not be over next year unless they draft Connor Bedard. And even at that, they might still not make the playoffs. There are players that will leave this organization at the end of the year because their contract is up. And that'll mean opportunity for other players. So speaking of Les Gauchinous, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up some names 
And you're going to give me, you're going to tell me whether or not they're going to be on this team next year to start the season and why. So Anthony Richard, we'll start with him. Oh, it's hard. It's hard because, you know, he's proving a lot of things, but when the injured guys are going to be back, that's when we're going to have a puzzle to play with. And I feel like maybe he is not going to be back with the Montreal Canadian as soon as the season starts, but I feel like he's going to have a chance whenever they're having an injury or they're having a spot for him. But I feel like when the injured players are going to be back, maybe we don't have the space that we need for him. And I, oh, it's hard. It's really hard. You're starting with him? Really? Yeah. It's hard. So, okay. Alex Benzil, who picked up an assist tonight, he also picked up three penalties. Like, I, I don't know if he's ever picked up three penalties in a game ever. Yeah. Alex Benzil. I feel like I feel like Belzil would have maybe more chance. I don't know. Maybe he has more experience than Anthony Richard. Maybe he proven more things because he he had more uh, more time to prove himself. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe he's having more elements in his game that can really serve the the abs uh, on the fourth line because Anthony Richard he's not really a fourth liner and that's why I was saying that I feel like when the guys are are called back in the from the AHL to the NHL sometimes they're not in the good role that that fits them you know when Charles Ludon was called back with the Montreal Canadiens he's another tweener it was absolutely but yeah. it wasn't working because Charles is not a fourth liner. He is not. He's not. He's, his DNA is not a fourth liner. So that's why it, it wasn't working out. I feel like if we have to choose between Alex Belzil and Anthony Richard, I think that we might go with Alex Belzil. But but the decision will be, do we feel like Alex Belzil is going to be there when the team will need you know, do we want to see him grow with the team? He's yeah. 31 already. Yeah. So I feel like maybe it's going to be one of the the many topics of the decision between Anthony Richard and Alex Bezil. Like, who do we want to see grow in this organization? Maybe Anthony Richard will be the pick. But, but never underestimate the leadership that Alex Bezil has. He is the captain in, uh, with Laval, and yeah. he's the guy who, um, you know, when Fred Alors came, just like welcome him with uh, David Savard. He's one of the leaders, yeah, uh, in the in the room in the locker Stand room, bon and that's another important element. Stand bon veteran. Yeah. Yeah, he had, by the way, he had more than double Richard's ice time tonight because Richard had 721. He was the least utilized player by Marty St. Louis. And Belzil had 15 and a half minutes. And that's a lot considering that he spent six minutes in the penalty box. All right. Uh, Rafael Arvi Pinar, he's shown me enough. He has. But there are some who still doubt whether or not this guy is going to be on the team to start the season next year. I think he's going to be there. What do you think? 
Yeah, for me, if we have to pick one, that's why I wanted to. I wanted you to come with this one first. You wanted so, you me to know, start easy. We're hard on me. Yeah. Uh, but for me, Rafael proved that he was more than just a hardworking player. He had hockey IQ that can really, really serve well the the Canadians. And I feel that he has proven enough to Martin St. Louis, but also to the whole organization that he's a guy that is going to be there, that's going to have a good work ethic, that's going to work hard every night, that has hockey IQ, that has skills that were underestimated. He was on a streak. He's a guy of streak. Like when he's on a streak, he's going to be on a good streak. Yeah, he's, he's going to have player. to manage the lows. He yeah. was in the ups. He had, he's going to have to manage the lows. But for me, it's the guy that you wanted to have, you want to have now and that you, you will want it to have when you're going to go at war, when the Montreal Canadian were going to be in the phase of the rebuild that will want to take a step and start to win. He's the guy that you want to have in your team when you're going to war. You want to have him now and you want to see him grow with the team and you want to have it in three or four years. I think he's going to start with the Canadians. I just keep year. on looking at your place. I don't know why. It looks so cozy. Is that the, uh, is that the kitchen area or is that the, the island there yeah. on the left? What is that? It's le petit îlot, là. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So we have all the little island. The little comptoir lunch. Comptoir lunch. Yeah. The, the island. Yeah. And then we have the living yeah. room. The living room. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching the game. Okay. And then the office. Okay. Bathroom. And there's my room. Wow. Okay. Which neighborhood is this in? I'm curious. In Rosemont, last time I had a, I had my bike in my, uh, in my office, and people were like, "Oh, we, she's living on the plateau, of course, uh, of okay. course, because I'm riding a bike, I'm living on the plateau." Okay, all right, okay, so that's where you are. Good, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice, cozy place. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, and I fit with the uh, with my wall over there. Yes, of course, a hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I see that. Okay, so now <laughs> they're not good. She knew. But he's also a player that was in Laval, an important player for them too. Jesse Ulinen scored a beautiful goal tonight. I mean, that shot, we talked about Anthony Richards. Richards, by the way, what a pass by Justin Barron, who sprung him free. Richard did a great job to go from skate to stick and then right away, quick release, beautiful. But also a great goal by Jesse Ulinen, who tied the score at two. Once the Canadians were down 2 nothing, 449 into the game, they're down 2 nothing. Hoffman narrows the lead to 2-1. Another great pass by Barron to Pitlick with a drop pass to Hoffman. But how about Jesse Alonen? Is he on this team next year? Oh, I'd rather um, see him than Yola. What, what do you want to see in Jesse Alonen for the, the next games till the end of the season is consistency. Yeah. And I think that it was what maybe he hadn't have um, with the Laval Roquette. Like, you know, when he's good, he's really good. And he made me think a little bit about 
uh, Yoel Armia, which is not a good comparison, but he needs consistency in his play if he want to stay. Um, he's a good player. He has really good hands and no doubt about that. He can really be uh, a weapon when they're entering the zone. I, I don't know if you see the way he's entering the zone, he's crashing the net, but he's never dropping the puck. He's always uh, dribbling with the puck. He has really good hands that can be a really good weapon for that. But I feel like he needs to step up a little bit, maybe develop some other elements in his play that can make him a no-doubt any chiller. I hey, feel that uh, there's a little bit of thing that, that is missing that I'm not sure he's going to be there uh, hey, for I wanna, sure next year. I want to try something with you. Uh, how nearby is your remote control, your TV remote? Oh, right there. Can I see it for a second? Yeah. Perfect. Where's the power <laughs> button? There you go. Just power off the TV for one second. Perfect. Okay. Good. <laughs> Were you distracted? No, I just didn't want to give anyone free advertising. If you're going to advertise ah, on the podcast, you're going to pay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, you don't I, have to be sorry. We saw my TV. No, no, you don't have to be sorry at all. I, yeah, I'm, I'm playing with you because there's a mic via YouTube live. Who said, hey, Tony, tell her to shut off the Close TV. Close the TV. There's, there's free so advertising. sorry, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we got it. Hey, Claude Richard says, I like your guest, who maybe is related to Anthony Richard. And you had so Ooh. many nice things to say about Anthony Richard. Thanks a lot, Claude. Who doesn't nice like Daphne Malbeuf? Everybody likes Daphne Malbeuf. She's one of the most adored and loved people in all the sports media in Montreal, oh. in the province of Quebec. It's ben true. There we Uh, yeah, out of uh, you, Stu Cowan, Georges Larac, Marc André Perrault, Mitch Giger, Max Van Hoot, uh, Charles Alexis Brisbois, Scott Mantla. Uh, I'm probably you, leaving some other. There's so many that have joined us on this program as the collaborators, right? Yeah, you're you're my you know, you're my favorite collaborator, <gasps> yeah. I, I took a while it. to get I you on. It. it took a while to get you on. I know. I'm busy, I had to go. Man. Hey, I had to go through your agent. <laughs> yeah, he's he was... a tough one, right? Tough. <laughs> Jeez. By the time this show is all said and done, I don't know if we're going to make any money. <laughs> We never had to negotiate this hard before in our lives. I'm telling you, she took us to the cleaners. <laughs> and you know what? He's taking uh, most of it. Oh, really? No, no, no. But you he's a change good it. one. Hey, George <laughs> Larac, who's your colleague at BPM Spa. Yep. You're on with Jean-Charles uh, starting at 5.30 a.m. until 9 a.m., like we said. And George is on from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. The, dans le monde de Georges. I said that I think Gurianov could end up becoming a steal. And I said, mm -hmm. I love his wrist shot. I love his snapshot. I love his slap shot. I love his release. I think he's got a nose for the net. Before tonight's game, he had three goals in eight games. And um, I said that this could end up being a revelation. This player could end up being a revelation on the Canadians. Georges started laughing at me. 
He told me that he's unbelievably inconsistent. He's almost terrible. And the most that he's ever going to get is going to be one more year with the Canadians next year, but then he's gone. There's no way this player is going to be long-term with the Montreal Canadiens. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be right. I don't know if George is going to be right. The beauty of what we do of talking sports is that it's very subjective. It's very opinionated. Um, you know, uh, your opinion doesn't have to be right or wrong, and maybe it'll take time before it actually is. If you had to say right now, four goals in nine games for Gurianov, do you think he can continue this going forward? Mm. We've seen the inconsistency. That's why I don't like about this prediction. I don't feel that it's going to be a steal, but I feel like maybe like a Kirby Doc playing for Martin St. Louis, playing for this team who never gives up. Like, how can you be inconsistent and doing nothing when all of your teammates are doing the work? I mean, if I was that enough before it was gone and yeah. Hoffman, yeah. I would be ashamed. So maybe with Gurianov is going to have the nice effect that it had on Kirby Doc and it's going to motivate him to add this consistency in his play. But I, I right now, I yeah. can't say that he's going to be a steal for the Montreal Canadian. I need I need more time to evaluate him because I've seen the inconsistency. But yeah, when well, he's good, he's, he's really like I, good. Like I mentioned to George Daff, I said if he wasn't inconsistent, obviously Dallas would have kept him, right? So he's not perfect. He's not perfect. He obviously has flaws. That's why he was traded. Dallas saw some flaws. But at the same time, think about this, okay? He was on his third coach with Dallas, if memory serves me well. I believe yeah. Montgomery was the first. I believe Bonus was the second. And Peter DeBoer was the third. Right. Um, he played very well with Montgomery in the regular season. He played very well with Bonus in the playoffs. And he didn't play all that well with Peter DeBoer. Yeah. Uh, no, pardon me. Uh, pardon me, pardon me. Hold on a second. Pardon me. Uh, no, it was Rick, yeah, yes, Rick Bonin yes. that he had success in the playoffs. And yes, then correct. The ball correct. came. Yeah. yeah, but he had, I, I think he had scored 20 goals with Montgomery in the regular season. Okay. So, so he was doing pretty well with the exception of, you know, in the last year or so. And so now um, he joins a team that has Marty St. Louis. And if there's anyone who can get him going, it's Marty. Now, think of it. Like, I understand that Gurianov and Cole Caulfield are two different players, right? Yeah. But I believe Gurianov is an offensive player. I believe he's got more offensive instincts than he has defensive instincts. Yeah. And look at what St. Louis was able to do for mm -hmm. Caulfield and what Caulfield wasn't able to do uh, previously under Dominic Ducharme. And, you know, I, I don't think Gurianov has Caulfield's upside, obviously, in terms of scoring goals. But I really believe that Gurianov is a guy that can have 25 goals in him. I really believe that they can, like he can have that in him. He, he scored mm. 20 already. The playoffs, he scored nine. I think there was a game where he had scored three or four. He's got, his, he's got a terrific shot. Yeah. 
and he got speed. He got he got a lot of speed. I think he can be. I I, I join you on that. Yeah. Uh, I I think he can be a really good asset for the for the first line with Suzuki and Caulfield. I feel like you know with Kirby Doc we found uh, the good recipe, but Kirby Doc in the best position he would be the second centerman, right? Yeah. So we need to find someone who can complete the first line with Suzuki and Caulfield. And I feel that Gorianov maybe this guy. Yeah. I feel like maybe I would try Rafael Harvey Pinard on the first line too. Well, next that, year. if 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 um if Doc is gonna be your second line centerman and he's not gonna be a winger for that line, I think the reality is is that of everyone on this team, there's no one good enough and or consistent enough to be regularly on that line from start of the season to the end of the season. Mm. So you're going to have to do it by committee. So you go with Raphael Arvey-Pinard until yeah. he's not hot anymore. Yeah. And then you go with Gorianov until he's not hot anymore. And then you go with Josh Anderson until he's not hot anymore. And then you go with Slavkovsky until he's not hot anymore. So I think those four players that I just mentioned I think those are four players, if you keep Doc at center, that will end up having time on that line with Suzuki and Caulfield next season. Uh, absolutely. And I think Gurianov, you know, he has some good hands. Yeah. Feeding feeding Caulfield, feeding... Uh, yeah. I, I'm curious to see how that will go, how that would end up. But I, I feel you. Like, I'm with you on, on this one. Like... I feel that it's going to be by committee. Yeah. And, and you know what? Like, like you said, he skates like the wind, eh? Crazy. He believes he can fly. Crazy. He believes I, he can he fly. He believes he can fly. Maybe not touch the sky. He but... believes he can touch the sky. <laughs> if he, he thinks can go about all around it every the... night and day. Spread his wings oh, and fly man. away. He believes he, he can, can soar. Fly. He believes no, running through no, that open no, no. door. By the way. That's what we want. Fly through that open door, Guryanov. Go score yeah. those goals. You, uh, you are, um, out of all the people I've gone on air with to sing, you are without a doubt the best voice. Thank you, Tony. My, my years in opera... Would have served me. Uh, would have served me good for uh, what's what was next so, to come, which is so my you sang singing before, career right? on a sports radio station. No, no. So you sang before. <laughs> you have experience in singing. You sang before, correct? Yeah. 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 Actually, when I was in elementary school, I went to uh, music school. Oh, really? Uh, from grade three to six. So it was. A half of the day uh, we were doing music, and half of the day academic. And what after that, I went to high school and I did opera. Wow! Yeah. And you haven't done it in how long? Oh my God! I've stopped. I was eight uh, about ten years. You should start again. Yeah, I would love to. Um, my my, unfortunately, my. Why did you take singing lessons? I'm too busy. Why did you take singing lessons on my wife's dance studio? Ooh. We can set you up with someone private, one on one, and you book whenever you're free. Man, no, no, you're I'm up you're for that. you're the I'm best voice, the only one who came close. 
was Peter from Cote St. Luke. Did you ever hear Peter sing? No. Peter from Cote St. Luke, a beautiful voice. Oh, yeah. I would love to hear that. But probably, thank you for the, probably, the nice words. Um, yep. the best hockey mind in the city of Montreal, not working in hockey or in media. But as far as a fan is concerned, Peter from Cote St. Luke, probably the best hockey mind out there. You know what? He has everything. He can sing. Yes. He can, he can talk about hockey. Do you ever hear him, him talk about the team concept? Is he married? No. What? Do you ever hear him talk about team concept? No. Team concept, total emotion, and motivation. How's wow. that? Yes. And Peter, when the Canadians played the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs a couple of years ago, and they were down three games to one. Yeah. He called me when I was working in radio, when radio was radio, when I was working in radio. It's not the same. Uh, Not on the the English side. And uh, he called, and he gave a tip to Dominic Ducharme, which completely changed the entire series around. Double shift... Your best players. And he did that. And luckily, Toronto did not. And the series turned around. Crazy, right? Double shift your best players. I mean, do you coach to win? When it's in playoffs, yeah. yeah. You need to coach to win, right? And I feel like he's right about a lot of things. Yeah. And we've we've seen we've seen that with the penguins. Maybe not tonight, but culture, identity, it's so much important in a sport that is so a collective effort. And when you yeah. see the penguins having success over the years with Crosby mocking getting older, the window who's closing by mm-hmm. each year that that yeah. is gone to but you know what despite the ages of yeah. the age of those guys yeah they're competitive look at the brooms they're yeah, competitive no. yeah. even if we're like oh no they're getting too old they don't have that much many players that who's gonna push them through yeah no because this team has an identity, a culture yeah. of winners. You're right. And they're making... And a great captain. Ordinary, absolutely. But ordinary players become great players. Yeah. Players like Crosby and Malkin can just like make other around better. Yeah. And I feel like like uh, your guy, well, what is his name again? Peter from Cote St. Luke. Peter from Cote Saint Luke. Double shift your best players. Yeah, but yeah, in his mentality of the hockey, yeah, everything's there. Like, yeah, no, he's this guy. This guy's the best. Absolutely. All right, okay. Uh, I so appreciate your time. I'm going to throw the number out there because I'm going to end up taking calls at one eight 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 five eight five sick one eight 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 five eight five seven four two five. To tell you the truth, I wouldn't even mind taking them with you. I thought it would have been cool, but. You ha- you're on air at 5.30 tomorrow morning, which means you're going to be in studio at, what, 4.45? You think 4:30? I'm getting... Oh, Tony. Oh, dear, Tony. You have 
No clue. No, I'm getting uh, at a radio station at 3.30. Why? Because I need to work. But you can you there's can already... a lot of things that I that I prepared you... the night before, but there's a lot of things that uh is happening but after I'm going to bed. So I need to work, I need to prep. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So go to bed before you do, before you do. Agnello and Sammy, can you bring up the lyrics, please? Oh, are you uh I had them prepared. Okay. Oh really? Okay. I want you to do it by yourself <gasps> because I want everyone to see the beauty, like just to hear the beauty of your voice. Okay. They already saw your beauty. Now they're going to hear your beauty. Okay. Oh so my God. I introduced this song to Jean. Well, I introduced this song. <gasps> I made Jean Charles and Daphne aware of it on BPM spa. And every now and then we sing the song. And when we do, Everyone sends messages to the text message line saying that my voice is terrible and then Daphne's got a voice of an angel. <laughs> oh, the best okay, voice, the, the best singing voice in radio. Holding me and out of all, you know, out of all celebrities who aren't singers, you have the second best voice after Alan from The Hangover. Wow. You're okay. I'm so honored to be comparing you, to. Wow. You watch, you watch The Hangover, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You saw when his father died at the at the at the eulogy. And he's like singing like absolute, he's got a, an absolute angel. A voice of an angel. <laughs> a voice, a voice of I an angel. I love the comparison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're putting me on the spot. I don't feel like my voice is gonna be that nice at 1035, but you know what? 1045. I don't care. Yeah, go for it. We're okay, not going to play acapella, acapella. Yeah, yeah okay. we have to. You oh want to know God. why? Because this is copyright. And if we play the music on YouTube, Absolutely. it's okay. strike one and I'll three go. strikes, we're out. And you know what? We're waking, we're making, you know, a really nice living right now. And I don't want to be kicked out on YouTube. I want this to continue as long as it can because I want right. to buy that condo in Florida. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, thank you. You deserve it. Thank okay. you. I appreciate that. Senti nell'aria c'è già la nostra canzone d'amore che va come un pensor che sa di felicità. Senti nell'aria c'è già un raggio di sole più caldo che va. Come un serio cessa di felicità. Wow. All That's right. It. So now that okay. So now no, before my, you my go, voice is not great at 10:45. Okay. I so now before you, you go, before you go, accompany me. We'll do it together right from the start for about 30 seconds or so here. I need you to basically insulate me so I don't sound terrible. Perfect. Let's do it together. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. On three. One, two, three. Felicità e tenersi per mano, andare lontano la felicità. E tuo sguardo innocente in mezzo alla gente la felicità. E restare vicini come bambini la felicità. 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 E un cuscino di piume, l'acqua del fiume che passa e che va. 
è la è pioggia, pioggia che, che scende, scende la felicità, felicità. E, e abbassare la luce per far pace la felicità 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 e un bicchiere di vino con un panino la felicità e lasciate un dietro dentro il cassetto la felicità e cantare due voci quanto mi piace la felicità felicità da te Senti nell'aria c'è già la nostra canzone d'amore che va come un cielo di felicità. Senti nell'aria c'è già un raggio di sole più caldo che va, come un sorriso che sa di felicità. And my buddy Peter from Cote St. Luke would say, felicità, gagnero, vincero, gagnero, felicità. Daf. Have a great one. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 8.05. It was a pleasure, and I feel that my neighbors are like, what the hell is she singing? Well, you know what? <laughs> If they knock on your door and they say, what are you doing? You tell them, I was on the sick podcast. He's Marinaro. Do you, he's Marinaro, or God is she new? And That's God is she new. Salut, Daf. Salut. All right, there you have it. Uh, the fantastic Daphne Malbeuf will open up the phone lines at one 888 How did you like that? If you liked it, huh? Comment sick right now. S-I-C-K. 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 Yes, comment sick. Like it and uh, share it with your buddies. Share it with your friends. And if you listen to us on Google, Apple, or Spotify, Leave us a five-star review because uh, the more five-star reviews we get, the better ratings we get, the better ratings we get, um, the happier we're going to be. That's just, that's the way it works. That's it. one 888 And Yellow and Sammy and Master Control, you tell me who called. It's you called. You called. Presented by Playground by playground major poker festivals are back at playground the march million features 10 ring events and a million dollars in guaranteed prize pools including a 400,000 guaranteed main event play in playgrounds march million poker series from march 23rd to april 2nd visit playground.ca for details we'll bring up some questions we'll bring up some comments and i have a feeling tonight we're going to get a lot of phone calls we're going to get a lot of reaction to daphne malbeuf who for who appeared now on the sick podcast for the second time. Uh, but the first time just her and me, because the first time we had uh, Marc-Andre Perot was in the middle, like holding the candle, right? But Perot is going to be back. He's going to go solo tomorrow. 1-888-585-7425. It's a toll-free number. You can grab your cordless phone at home. You can call me. You can still take a look at your iPad, your tablet, your uh, MacBook, whatever you have, your phone. And still watch the podcast while it's going on, while you call me, and uh, we talk apps. We'll talk whatever you want, by the way. Um, Samuel Piet, officially announced as uh, team captain for CF Montreal earlier this evening in a night in which they met their members at Club Soda 
introduced the team, the technical staff, the coaching staff, the management team, the president, pretty much everyone. And they made that announcement official. It was nice the way they did it. They introduced Mauro Biello, of course, is a legend with the club. And uh, they mentioned, uh, you know, the captain will now be Samuel Piet. And uh, Mauro Biello took out a captain's armband and he put it on Samuel Piet. It was a nice touch. It was very, very fitting, very, very nice. Uh, by the way, the Sick Podcast, we do have a uh, CF Montreal podcast, which is called the Sick Podcast CF Montreal Talk. If you uh, want, you can follow it on Twitter at Sick Pod. CFMTL at SickPod CFMTL, and it has a separate YouTube channel which you can subscribe to. It's absolutely for free. Where are we going here? Who wants to be the first one on after me and Daff? Uh, says somebody via YouTube Live. Uh, Tony is a Ted Teven wannabe. No, I'm not. Ted Teven was Ted Teven, and Tony Marinero is Tony Marinero. If uh, Tony Marinero wanted to be a Ted Teven wannabe, well, then Tony Marinero would pull out the machine gun with the chocolate bullets and uh, he would be, you know, shooting away. I don't do that. If uh, Tony Marinero wanted to be a Tetiven wannabe, he would be talking about Tropicana orange juice. He would be talking about Diamond Taxi. He'd be talking about Union Taxi. He'd be talking about the Aubert Chamonix Inn, room 321 with the Whirlpool. He would be talking about Chinois. He would be talking about a lot of things. He would be talking horse racing. Every day. As a matter of fact, he'd probably be talking horse racing for more than half his show. So Tony Marinero is not a Ted Teven wannabe. Tony Marinero loved Ted Teven. Tony Marinero idolized Ted Teven. Um, Tony Marinero was inspired by Ted Teven. After listening to Ted Teven, Tony Marinero knew that he wanted to work in radio. Uh, but Ted Teven had his style, and Tony Marinero has his. Ted Teven is a legend. And uh, for me, he was um, very, very unique, and uh, he was awesome. And, uh, you know, um, I think I'm pretty sick, too, in all humility. I think so. You know, I think so. I think 20-year um, career, hosting 10 a.m. to noon, no budget, no budget for guests. No brochures, no pamphlets, no billboards, um, not on the back of a bus. Did pretty well in the ratings, pretty well. Um, was the top-rated show on more than one occasion, which is pretty difficult to do. So I'm very, very happy of what we were able to accomplish. And I'm very, very happy with what we've been able to accomplish with this podcast. And uh, sometimes we make some numbers public and sometimes we don't. But I'll tell you this. In the last 28 days on all social media platforms, the sick podcast with Tony Marinero has reached 3.5 million homes and has been listened to via audio over 105,000 times. So we're um, we're growing. We're growing every day. Agnello and Sammy, you want to bring up some comments, questions, calls, whatever you want. Johnny says, Tony, you're right about Gurianov. I think it's too early to say whether I'm right or George is wrong. But uh, I'm very impressed with what I see. And um, he's passed my eye test for now. Next. 
Why doesn't Montembeau get enough love from the Habs fans? I think he's a good goalie. You know what? Uh, for a guy who gave up four goals tonight, I thought he was absolutely unbelievable. I thought he was fantastic. He made so many big stops. It was amazing. Amazing. Martin. Salut, Martin. Hey, salut, Tony. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Fine, fine. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Where are you calling me from? Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu. Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu. I used to go to Le Superneuf. Yeah, it's sort of Chambly, though. Yeah, it's more Chambly. What kind of a... What? It's more Chambly, yes. But it's not far from Saint-Jean-sur-Richelieu, Superneuf. No, no. It's a, I'm from Saint-Jean, and we used to go there, so... You used to go there, eh? So, you know what? How old are you, Martin? 47. I'm 50. You know what that means? That means when I was going, you were probably going, and you and I were probably in the club at the same time on the same night. As a matter of fact, we were probably sitting at the bar next to each other, and I had no idea that you were Martin, and you had no idea that I was Marinaro. No, think about yeah. it. Right? Uh, so you were at the bar, you weren't you weren't dancing with me? No, no, listen, listen. This is what I I used to do. I used to go to the bar. I used to scope the situation from the bar. Then I would take a walk and I would scope the dance floor. Sometimes I would have to scope it twice, and then I would make my move. That's it. All right, like a tart. Yeah, all right. That's it. Action, Tony. Yeah. yeah, I had a line, by the way, that I had a lot of success with. I, I struck out every now and then, but I didn't like to look at the strikeouts. I, I looked at, you know, and my line was, I said to Jose, I said, Jose, je vais être bien être avec toi. Avec moi, c'est pas pour la vie. C'est pour la nuit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it worked. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it worked well, a couple good. of times. That's hot. Worked a couple of times. Worked a couple of times. What's going on? What are you uh, talking about? Right. Um, about the Canadians, I-, I was looking at the lineup and trying to figure out the lineup for the next, let's say, next two years. Yeah. And for the forwards, we don't. We don't have much, eh? Like, we're not training much. Like, Slavskovsky, a uh, couple of third-liners looks promising. Uh, of course, Suzuki, Caulfield. And then and then what? It's so, like okay, but you need to, you need to understand that uh, the Canadians are going to be banking going forward on Suzuki, Caulfield, Kirby Dock. Uri Slavkowski, Philip Mishar. Here's another guy in the draft that, you know, Owen Beck's going to play on this team within a couple of years. There's no doubt about it. I think that there's a chance yeah, okay. that Emil Heineman plays on this team going forward. Let's not forget, that, you know, they're going to have a couple of draft picks this year. And uh, should they lose more games and should they win the lottery? You could have a generational oh, talent. Like, uh who are eager to, to, to be in the playoff run and, and stuff. 
like it's a three, four years horizon to me for, for those guys to come here and... Sean Farrell has a lot of talent. Joshua Roy. You know, you're right. There's no one but Martin. Next year, chances are the Canadians are not making the playoffs again, man. Like, I hate to tell you yeah. that, but that's that's yeah, what... I, I you know, you don't go from... Martin, you don't go from 32nd to 28th to 15th. Like, you don't skip steps. You do things nice and slow, see? That's the way. Did you ever watch the Flintstones? Yeah. You remember the episode? Nice and slow, see? That's the way. Nice and slow. Yeah. Don't go too fast um, in know, life. That is just because, um, in life, it's not a sprint. That, uh, like one year, two year, and yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be running. But I think uh, next year they'll miss the playoffs. I think they'll miss the playoffs next year, and I think the year after that they're gonna be a playoff team. And then I think by that point, when they're a playoff team, they're gonna be very competitive. And I think a couple of years after that, they're gonna be a contender and then maybe a year after that they're going to be a legitimate contender i've said this before i'm going to say it again people look will look back one day and i might end up sounding like an idiot i believe the duo of gordon and hughes will deliver a stanley cup to montreal i really believe that i'm not prepared to say that marty st louis will as a coach because if it takes six or seven years i don't know if marty st louis is going to be coaching this team for eight years or nine years i do believe that marty st louis is going to be coach of this team for a very very long time But usually, you know, VPs of hockey operations and uh, and general managers have a longer shelf life than a coach, usually. And um, I think they're going to end up winning a Stanley Cup one day. So I, this is the way I see it happening. But, you know, Martin, no one's ever told you in life it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't, I don't see Slavkovsky being uh, like a top player before like three or four years. You're probably right. Take a look. It took Tage Thompson like five years, right? Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. Hey, Super Nef still open or what? I don't think so. C'est fermé, ça. Tony. You know what we're going to do, Martin? Martin, you know what we're going to do? Agnello and I have been talking about it, okay? When the hockey season comes to an end, we're going to have a Saint-Cassette somewhere in Montreal. We're going to pick an amazing location. And we're going to have everyone who watches us on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Twitter Live. It's going to be open to everyone. And you know what? We end up getting five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred, sometimes a thousand people on watching at the same time. We'd like to have everyone there. I'll invite all the collaborators. We'll make sure that Daphne Malbeuf is there. All the collaborators that join us on the program. And we'll have a sans cassette. I hope to meet you there because you and I were probably standing next to each other or sitting next to each other at Superneuf. And I didn't know you were Martin and you didn't know I was Marinaro. And now, 30 years later, we talk to each other and you say, I used to go there when I was 18, 19, 20. And I used to go there when I was 18, 19, 20. Isn't that something? The circle is complete. The circle is complete. We'll talk to you soon. Martin, what a guy. Merci beaucoup, Martin, d'avoir appelé The Sick Podcast. Un podcast qui est malade, mon chum. C'est malade, le podcast. C'est malade. It's sick.
That was Martin. It's 11.03. My back is killing me. I put a, I don't want to take off my shirt, but I, I put a, a, a patch on tonight. I think it was called Salon Pass. Salon Pass, I believe. Uh, it's got some kind of analgesic or whatever. Uh, my back is like killing me, right? And uh, I should be going to bed right now. I'm even going to take uh, something for muscle spasms. And uh, Sammy, a master control in Agnello, they're throwing on people in the private chat. They're sending me names at 100 miles an hour. I have 17 people on hold right now that want to talk to me. 17. By the time the show will finish, it'll be 1 o'clock in the afternoon. 1 o'clock in the morning and my back is killing me. These guys are the best. Let's go to Glenn in NDG. Hey, Tony, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Hey, not too much. Long-time listener. Hey, welcome, welcome. Somebody just wrote on Twitter, on the YouTube, imagine Tony doing a podcast topless. Should I do it topless? I don't know about that, buddy. I don't know about that. You know what? I would do it if we would raise some money and give money to charity. Breast cancer? No, I'm just kidding. We, we can choose whatever you want, but, you know, there's one cause that holds a special place in my heart, and that's families of SMA, spinal muscular atrophy, because obviously it's what has, uh, um, um, it's what Sammy's been going through all his life. So if we can raise money for families of spinal muscular atrophy, I would do a show with my top off. So what? Everyone's going to laugh at me? Let them laugh. I'll do an eight. Or else, what we can do, what we can do, is we can say that it's going to happen in X amount of months. This way, it'll actually inspire me and motivate me even more to go to the gym, lose weight, and all that stuff. Right? We can do that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do that too. What's on your mind, my man? So I'm. Uh, I listen. To you realize, you NDG, uh, you and I were very close. Say, eh? I'm in LaSalle right now. Of course. We're like a 12-minute drive, probably. Exactly. I, I know you always go to the casual spot over there. So I yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there many times. Many times. Jean Talon more often. That's where I go. So you go on the Dakari location. Yeah. Say hi to my friend Emil when you see him. I will. I will. Emil the so, thrill. I, Emil the thrill. So I have a like a more positive. Uh, you know the way I see things. Obviously today is a bad day. We should have lost. But what are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. And lose them all. But uh, the way I see it is that. No, you, you started uh, naming all the, the young players and the, the prospects and so on. And obviously, you need depth and so on, but to have a competitive team. But I don't, I don't feel that we're four years off just because every time you have a team that's close to the playoffs, every time they upgrade the, the deadline. They have two or three guys they get a deadline, uh, number 12 and 13 forwards. Uh, they get a number five, six defenseman. So... I just feel like with with ten really good forwards and you know four or five really good defensemen, you don't you don't need to have that those eighteen great players that uh, that uh, and we only need to wait four or five years. I don't think we're just that, that far away um, with Suzuki, Caulfield, uh, Doc, Slavkovsky. This the number one pick is going to be a top five or top seven. Yeah, um, yeah. you mentioned Mishar, Owen Beck. That's like eight, nine guys, right? I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying Beck and Nassar and Sarkovsky are, 
are, are for sure going to be, you know, top six or top nine players. But uh, I could, I could, I'll bet that one of these three and Sean Farrell is at least going to make the team. So just go with the odds. Glenn, and- Glenn, basically what you're saying yeah. is there's no perfect team in the National Hockey League. Every team is missing something. And if the Canadians can get a top six out of the way, a top four on D, and a number one goalie, you're ahead of the game. The other stuff is easier to find. It's easier to find third liners, fourth liners, third pairing D, and a backup goalie. That's easier. The other stuff is harder. Absolutely. And like I said, the the, the Barkley Goudreaux and all these guys, you get a deadline. Yeah, Barkley Goudreau. Yes, yes, Barkley Goudreau. They have to find someone like that, but that his name ends in E-A-U. So it could be a good Chenu. Goudreau. <laughs> exactly. But this way they can all be happy. Understand? But you will you? No, it's Glenn. But, but, but <laughs> leave NDG one day and take a drive to beautiful Villa Sal. I will. Okay. Right? Scope the situation. And, uh, you know, the best-looking person you'll see in LaSalle, that'll be me. And that's the way you find Marinero. Right, hey, bud. Thanks for calling the Sick Podcast. I appreciate it, man. Tell your friends about it. Weeknights, Monday to Friday, 10 p.m. We go for about an hour at least. Tonight I went for an hour 10, give or take. Let's get in yellow and Sammy on before we say goodbye. What's up? How are you? Good, you? Very, very good. Uh, If I was working at another company, Mm -hmm. I would have my card. I'd punch in and I'd punch out. Mm -hmm. You understand? Get it. So here, we don't do the whole punch in and punch out. Nope. But now I'm on uh, about eight minutes overtime. Yep. Now, eight minutes overtime tonight, 10 minutes overtime last night, 20 minutes overtime the night before. These overtimes, they're starting to add up. What I'd like to know, and I brought you on live here so that everyone can witness the whole thing, yep. probably give their opinion too. <clears throat> what do we do with all these accumulations of these minutes of overtime? Do they end up leading to more vacation days? Do they get paid a time and a half? What's the story here? In time, we were just discussing that. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you a free trip. Oh, really? Yeah, to Saint Jean Richelieu. It must be too long. What am I gonna go do in Saint Jean Richelieu? You try to find Superneff, I guess. <laughs> when I was when I had when I was eighteen years old, I had many motivations to go to Saint Jean Richelieu. But now, fifteen years fifty years old and married, where am I going? Everybody's still talking about you. C'est pas pour la c'est pas la nuit. Everybody's still talking about you. C'est pas pour la vie. I had a couple of them. One of them was. José, je vais être bien être avec toi. C'est pas pour la vie, c'est pour la nuit. The other one was. Écoute, ma belle. Can't see. No, I, the other one was. Si tu veux sortir avec moi, tu veux passer du temps avec moi, mais prends un numéro puis attends ton tour. You know what I mean? Take a number. It's like uh, when you go to the. When you go to the uh, Société des Automobiles du Québec, you know, you go there, you got to take a number. You got to wait your turn. It was the same thing with me, the same thing. I, I think they're still waiting 30 years later. Uh, it says, uh, last ride, Peytonian cannolis. <laughs> and by the way, 
even though I know it rhymes better Tony Cannoli than anything else, full disclosure, I prefer a good Zeppeli over a good Cannoli. Yeah, it's time of the year. It is that time of the year, yes. Yes. It is that time of the year. Yes. Now, uh, a Zeppeli, for those who are not aware, would kind of uh, would would be uh, fried dough, correct? Yep. Uh, there are some establishments that do it baked dough, baked. by the way. Uh, fried dough or baked dough. And uh, you put a ricotta cream, or you can put custard, or you can put different flavors. Yep. And uh, this is a, it's an Italian tradition. St. Joseph's Day is on. Do you know the date? Because I do. No. Nope. It's March 19th. March 19th. It's on March 19th. And um, so usually what happens is uh, pastry shops about a month before will start already making Zeppelis leading up to St. Joseph's Day. And most pastry shops stop making Zeppelis after St. Joseph's Day. But some of them actually pretty much can make them year-round or maybe six months a year or whatever. But most of them make them give or take for about four to six weeks leading yeah. up to St. Joseph's Day and right after. If Easter's close by, they use them for Easter as well. And, oh, yeah, yeah. They could use them for Easter. You're right about that. So they'll probably extend it yeah, up until yeah. after Easter. That's You're right about that. Yeah. Okay, so Daphne Malbeuf, she's something or what? Excellent. Excellent yes. guest. Nice voice, eh? Yeah, we should get her on more often. Her singing, we should get her on more often. I couldn't believe her voice. It was incredible. Her agent, her agent though, was like the most aggressive out of all the agents that we've dealt with. Mm -hmm. Hey, her right. agent was, it took yeah, a while we, today. We managed, we managed. It was a tough negotiation, but we were able to pull it off. Yeah. You know, we have Sammy there. We have all the financial backing that we need. Her, her voice is phenomenal. Her voice is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, definitely is. All right. Um, I'm going to go take a pill for my back. Okay. So hopefully this back feels better tomorrow. Uh, before I, uh, I, I end up letting you go, uh, to fix this back, osteo or Cairo? It's right here. Osteo. Up here. Osteo. Osteo. Always osteo. Look, do you see the patch? You don't see yep. the patch. Yeah. You see it? Yeah. Don't take off your shirt. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. Okay, we're letting you go off. Thank you, everybody. I'm Marinaro. We're gone. <laughs> no, no. You're Cavallaro. I'm Marinaro. Good night. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Tony Marinaro on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature. <laughs>